Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. My name is Sean Mead. And joining me, as always, is professional wrestling announcer, Connor Lawler. In one corner, we have Sean Bean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he bottled it. He bottled it right in the mid- at the midpoint. I didn't know where we were going to come from. Where do we hail, hail from? What, are I you think, the world champion? No, I think we're both tag team world champions. But now we've had a rivalry and now we have to fight each other. <laughs> yeah, we've broken up. We broke it up. We broke up the team, the dynamic duo. Okay. As it so was. then, my my first question. I mean, not to get into too much wrestling lore, Sean, but who broke up the team? Ironically, it was a third party broke up the team. Oh Connor. shit! Oh was, shit! You you had the opportunity of getting a different podcast host slash wrestling partner, mm. and when look when Joe Rogan comes knocking, <laughs> you, you have to fight Sean. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it might be over my job soon. <laughs> he could be calling. <laughs> could be just looking for guests. <laughs> yeah, he's turned up hoping the rock is there one week. <laughs> is he here? Is he not? Oh, for fu- Cena? No, Do we have Cena? Ah, oh, fuck. I'll, I'll try again next week, lads. Don't you worry. But Connor, um, wrestling bullshit aside, yes. what is Hero or Zero all about? Hero Zero is the show where we choose one comic book character every single week. We talk their good points and their bad points, and we just generally give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. Uh, Normally I chat about DC characters, Sean chats about Marvel characters. More indeed. I covered Mr. Terrific last week, so Sean, it is your week to do a report on a Marvel character. And I'm interested to know who you've chosen. I've chosen a character, and I'll be honest, chosen this character specifically because they've been in the news recently. Uh, Because a lady named Dakota Johnson announced that they will be playing a version of this character in the Sony Pictures universe of Marvel characters. Or Spumka, as we like to call it here on the show. (laughs) I wish you'd run that past me before you did (laughs) God, that 
that's what that's what the abbreviation spells like. I'm not. I don't design these things. But when you say it, that's what we call it on the show. That implies I've given that the go ahead. Oh, sorry. Okay. If you don't want to call it Spumka, speak now or forever hold your peace. I don't want to call it Spumka. Sorry, Connor, you cut out for a second. So, Cassandra Webb, Madam Webb in Marvel Comics. Okay, fair enough. So, this is a character who is generally tied to the more like mystical side of Spider-Man. There's been a couple of versions of this character as well. I'm going to be covering the original Madam Webb, who is like... An old lady, she might as well be 500 years old, but she's probably like 90. Uh, So, this is a version I don't know if Dakota Johnson will play, but I might cover that version later on in the future. So, starting off with the original Madam Webb, Cassandra Webb uh, was born and raised in Salem, Oregon. She was born blind and suffered from a neurological condition known as, Jesus, it's uh, known as myasthenia gravis ah yes oh yeah so basically she is paralyzed she she cannot move her body um she it did have a side effect though she developed powerful psychic abilities and she used them to become a medium so she could commune with the dead essentially okay so So far so salem salem witches all that kind of stuff we've all all seen one division yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, so then she she kind of pops up in Marvel Comics through Spider-Man, as you can imagine, um, which was a, a character called Deborah Whitman uh, showed Peter an advert for Madam Web, who was basically offering her services as a medium. Can I just and ask, spi- this might, this might yeah. sound smart, is Deborah any relation to Dane? No, she's not. Oh. It's a horrible coincidence. Oh. <laughs> but actually... Deborah Whitman is one of the most fucked over characters in Marvel Comics. Uh, okay, very briefly. Deborah Whitman <laughs> is... She had a crush on Peter Parker, right? But okay. Peter Parker, with his life as Spider-Man, was always like blowing her off, giving her excuses as to why he could never go out with her. So eventually she just kind of settled for someone. And then... She began to have dreams. She was still in love with Peter Parker. She began to have dreams about Peter Parker being Spider-Man as like this heroic figure to the point that like her mental state started to deteriorate. (laughs) And so, and this is, you can absolutely tell this is like a 60s, 70s comic because she goes to a psychiatrist and the psychiatrist is like, oh, we just need Peter Parker to dress up as (laughs) Spider-Man. Then you'll see that they're different people. It was one of two ways in the 60s. It was either, we'll get Peter to dress up, or would you ever cop on? Would yeah. you fucking just sort yourself A quick out? slap is what they would yeah. give, probably. <laughs> like Grow up, they'd say. And so, uh, like, Peter refuses for ages. She ends up, like, getting married to, like, this abusive husband, all of this shit. What the fuck? Peter eventually does it, dresses up as Spider-Man, and she basically to use a 60s medicine term, snaps out of it. Uh, And she gets a divorce from your man, leaves New York, and just goes about the rest of her life. Then, civil war happens. And Spider-Man takes off his mask and reveals that he's Peter Parker. And so, Deborah is just like, all those years I thought I was insane. You could have just told me. Like, I would have kept your secret. I just... 
I, you made me think I was insane. You gaslit me for decades. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> she releases a book in Marvel Comics book called off. How Spider-Man Ruined My Life. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That's am- so that's that's who Deborah Whitman is. Oh my, I just assumed she was Dane Whitman who is being played by Kit Harrington in The Eternals. But, I mean, that story... I, I don't want to come down hard on it, but I think this Peter Parker guy, he's a bit of a menace. I don't want to sound too much like J. Jones no, James in here. I think you'd be in good company with that kind of statement, Connor. An, uh, an absolute menace to New York. <laughs> he's just She's just been fucked over so hard by Peter Parker. It's unreal. Um, but anyway, she shows him this ad for this mystic Madam Web, uh, and Peter Parker's like, nah, she's a fake, she's a phony. It's It's, it's no use. However, uh, the Daily Bugle was attacked and Peter found a clue linking to Madame Webb uh, that meant that Madame Webb could basically help him to find the criminal who had attacked the Daily Bugle, right? Okay. So she used... She she can, like, see the future. She can see all kinds of things. It's She's not a fake. So um, not only does she help him to locate the criminals... He she turns up later at Peter's apartment and says, "I know you're Spider Man," because right. she just she just knows inherently at this point. Could she not have told you one either? I, I think there's this grand conspiracy to just fuck over Deborah Whitman. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this should be Deborah's episode. <laughs> We need Maybe, to cover this I poor woman. I feel we're now too attached to Deborah. is the issue. Yeah, just emotionally, she's been through a tough time. And Madame Webb could have solved that either. Yeah, oh yeah, like in a heartbeat. But uh, Which is in many ways is worse because she chose not to. You know? Oh yeah, that's just pure shithousery at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Peter, you can argue he's protecting his identity, but Madame Webb, come on now. You, I've turned you have no ball she's in this She's a menace game. to New York as well. <laughs> All right, JJ. Uh, <laughs> so then the next couple of years, she just pops up in comics, basically as Peter Parker would go to her for help tracking down criminals and things like that. Um, now, one time she was kidnapped by the Juggernaut uh, on the orders of my favourite villain, Black Tom Cassidy, who we've also talked about on the show. Uh, Can I just, uh, two points. One, obviously, Black Tom Cassidy. Uh, isn't he? Yeah. He's Irish. So he's very Irish. Very Irish Give man. him a shout out. Uh, secondly, how do you kidnap someone who can see the future? Uh, well, uh, the very unless, next line. In, unless oh. we do the old, but I wanted to be kidnapped. No, no, no. Uh, oh. So <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not that smart. No, she's just caught on the hop. <laughs> no, what happened was so uh, Juggernaut was sent to kidnap Madame Webb, and the very next line. But thanks to her abilities, mm-hmm. she knew he was coming and contacted Spidey to help stop him. I mean, thank God. Yeah. However, the Juggernaut beat Spider-Man and took her captive. The Juggernaut then unknowingly took her off of her life support system where she fell unconscious and began to die. Uh, He then dropped her, seeing no use in her, and then she was taken to the hospital and saved. Her chair is basically a life support system and it's got all these pipes and cables and shit so it looks like a spider. And the the juggernaut, not the most medically advanced 
human being in Marvel. You say that he is quite clever, mm. like, but he's yeah, he he probably didn't think the chair was keeping this woman alive. He you also know. is the juggernaut bitch, though. To be fair, he is football hooligan Vinnie Jones. That's true. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she was taken to the hospital and saved. L- later, Spider Man visited her, but discovered Connor that she was suffering from amnesia. <laughs> the yeah. woman who can see the future can suddenly has forgotten the past. Oh shit. <laughs> Really, she has. Like, also, I, 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 I might, might stress as well. Like, she's all, she's, she is blind as well. Like, okay. so she, everything she can see, just because she sees like a second ahead of her all the time. All right, if that makes sense. But now she can't remember a second behind her. Well, here's the thing: she might still remember things because when Spider-Man comes to visit her in hospital. She's like, oh, will you turn on the TV for me, young man? And Spider-Man turns on the TV and he sees a clue that helps him to find Hobgoblin. Oh. So it's implied that she knew to turn on the TV in that moment to help Spider-Man. So she might just be bullshitting it. But to what end? That's the thing, because, like, they're allies. It's not like they have anything to really hide from each other. <laughs> like, you're not... Is she double-crossing him by helping him? Maybe she just doesn't want him to keep turning up asking for information. He's annoying her, because Peter it. Parker has just decided to stop, become lazy, and he's like, ah, I'll just fucking ask her. Like... Like she, she can see the future. Like I'm gonna go to Madame Web and just ask she, her what the story. She knows is. She's every sorry. answer before it happens. Like, yeah, like why am I worrying about fucking Green Goblin when she can tell me whether I win or not and how I win, and then we'll then we'll save everyone's time. So there was a thing in the comics then called the Gathering of Five, and it's like this witchy ceremony type thing. It's a ritual where people bring uh, together kind of relics. Once those relics are brought together, they're randomly blessed with a power. Uh, and or it's either, what was it? It's power, knowledge, immortality, insanity, or death. So you're kind of rolling, you're rolling the dice, you know? So like if you get power, knowledge, or immortality, happy days. If you're the poor lad who gets insanity or death, Oh, no, 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 no. Um, But the thing is, and this is a very comic book thing, is that the powers aren't always what they seem. Mm -hmm. So if you get knowledge, you might actually go insane from the amount of knowledge you know. Right. And of course, immortality, you might also then wish for death. Exactly. It might be more of a curse to be immortal. Mm -hmm. Uh, For instance, Norman Osborn took part in this. Um, and of course he, he did, by the way. Like, Norman Osborn, he, oh. regular shithouse. Yeah, Norman Osborn is happy with any of those five results, by the way. <laughs> I'll kill you, I'll kill me, I don't give a fuck. Let's see what Actually, happens. I just want something to happen today. Uh, he he got insanity. Um, but his insanity no also gives him power. <laughs> no effect. <laughs> Not very effective. Norman is already insane. <laughs> Um, and Madame Webb then received immortality, um, 
but her immortality tends to give her knowledge as well you know so it's this whole weird mix of things um it also made her look much younger as well um she was actually kind of given the appearance of like a, a 30 40 year old woman instead of you know the multi-century old woman that she had looked like before okay. um and rejuvenated she called upon Jessica Drew and Julia Carpenter um who were the first two spider women um along with uh, Matty Franklin who would go on to become the third spider woman um to aid her in subduing her granddaughter Charlotte Witter who had been turned into a spider woman at the hands of Dr Octopus she was going around causing all kinds of hassle and trouble for everyone Connor Comic books are fun. No, comic books so, are fun and dumb. There, my my is it her stepdaughter or her actual daughter? Granddaughter. Oh, sorry, her granddaughter has been kidnapped and been made to be Spider Woman, like against her will. And so yes. now she's got to assemble the old team, get the old gang back together of Spider Women. Got to get the gals in to yeah. help out. Because they're the only ones uh, that can stop her. Yeah, oh, of course, they're the only ones. Like you're not calling Spider Man or the Avengers or. You know, Tore. literally anyone else. <laughs> Kick the shit out of her. <laughs> Come kill this child. <laughs> so Captain Marvel on the phone to her. So uh, the granddaughter was defeated, but she siphoned away Madame Webb's telepathy, re-aging her in the process. So she's back to being an, an old that woman. That sentence, again. by the way, has a lot of words, but you yeah. just said the phrase, she siphoned away her telepathy. Um, yeah, she can drain. Sorry, yeah, uh, Charlotte, the, the 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 granddaughter, she can drain spider powers by touching people. All right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sh- if, if without that knowledge, that just sounded like some like of the craziest things you've ever said. Like she just looked <laughs> she at did. her, and was like less of telepathy. <laughs> she got a hose and then sucked on it, and then poured all the telepathy into a bucket, and then she drank it. <laughs> <laughs> now you're done for. <laughs> you're all mine. <laughs> So, with the help of Spider-Man, Madame... So they had to get a man involved, of course. Uh, <laughs> of course! She's <laughs> uh, so, around like, all oh, these Spider-Women, shit! They're fucking shit, man! <laughs> we need the OG, the original. I think um, we can all just assume that they wanted that comic cover. Like, they're like, okay, well, we've done the spider What could sell more issues? Well, obviously, we've Peter Parker. Let's just put him on the cover. Yeah, the you know the lad that sells comics. Yeah, bring him in, please. Bring him in. Um, so they discovered how to drain Charlotte's power. Uh, so they drained all the power out of her, leaving her in a coma. Um, Madame Webb was now young again. She's just flip flopping on all of this. And then you're gonna love this, Connor, because this is one of those things in comic books where they've definitely written themselves into a corner. Yeah. So she performs psychic surgery to sever her link to Charlotte. And removed uh, her memories of Spider-Man's identity. <laughs> You're with me? You still with me? Sorry. Hang on. She... Yeah. Okay, so she... Okay, hang on. She uses her brain, her telepathy, to sever ties between her and her granddaughter. Correct? Yes. Yes. So their minds are no longer linked. Oh, well, of course. That's a normal storyline, everyday occurrence. Um, but then to add to that, she's also taken away Charlotte's knowledge that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Yes, because and they realised... And her amnesia. 
They've given her amnesia, but specifically about Peter Parker Spider-Man. I feel like there's too much amnesia. There's a lot of amnesia in this story. One thing I wanted to get across, because, and I'm aware, it sounds like I'm bouncing around with this character. But, it like, she just pops up and weird shit happens for most of this kind of version of her. And I, in the next version, they focus I, and refine it all. I would say at this point, she is absolutely... I've We've written ourselves into a corner. How do we get all these characters Bring back in to where we Webb. start? Literally, yeah. That you just need this. She's like a Doctor Strange, just able to reset anything at a moment's notice. Okay. Um, so sometime after all of this, uh, Madame Webb was captured by the Cravenoff family uh, to help them defeat Spider-Man and resurrect Craven. Uh, now we talked about this story in the Craven the Hunter episode. Um, this is where they bring together a bunch of spider people to use as sacrifices and they end up sacrificing Kane Parker to bring back Craven. But this means that only Peter Parker can ever actually kill Craven from now on. <laughs> that was a whole thing we went through. You hated it at the time, I do remember that. <laughs> it's so silly. It's just silly. So angry because of that failure that that killing uh, Craven could only be done by Spider-Man now uh, Madame Webb's throat was slit by one of Craven's daughters in the last moment of her life Cassandra Webb transferred her powers to Julia Carpenter the second Spider-Woman leaving her the mantle of Madame Webb right. so she, this is I think and I don't know this for a fact but I think the writers just realised Listen, we've kind of hit the limit of what we can do with this character. And even, and even to this point, we've been kind of stretching it, lads, if we're honest yeah. ourselves. And it's kind of been just whatever we need it, whenever we need it. Um, and so I think this is just their way of just being able to have a Madame Web type character, but just focused in on here's exactly what she's able to do and she'll be consistently written from here on. You know, this happens a lot with characters from the 60s, to be fair. Yeah, well, it happens across the board in Marvel, DC, everything. Like, you come up with a character, and then they're very broad. And then what happens, especially in the last 30 years, is they're like, we can't just write this character broad. Like, it has to be refined in some way. Like, that's why Crisis on Infinite Earths exists in DC. Like, you've got a thousand characters, they're like, only really 300 of them are like slightly decent so how do we get their other 600 or 700 like to be better yeah and it's 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 a common thing that happens and i do think they handled it well and we'll touch on that in a later episode but generally into powers and abilities just for madam webb in general um she has the uh, abilities of telepathy clairvoyance and prescience so she knows what's going on at the minute and in the future. Um, That's it. She can also, it's broken. Really. It is. It's too much. It's too much. Like, mm. Especially when she also has astral projection. Um, so she can project her consciousness outside her body. Uh, psychic surgery. Mind alteration. Wait, you said she was immortal. Oh, she also has immortality, yeah. So she can see everything that's ever going to happen to her and anyone else. And also she's immortal. Pretty much. You could kind of see why they nerfed her. 
They really, yeah, this character really got an accelerated level of power very quickly. Like, they gave her just all of the powers, and then they were like, oh, fuck, we have a character that literally nothing bad can ever happen to. Because there's never any her or anyone that she cares about. Because she'll just know. And also, if she tries to defend them, she also can't die. And also, if anyone does sneak up on her, she can just, like, cut the ability to breathe out of their mind. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Starting to make sense to Professor Exeter. They did. They really did. And look, uh, you know, weaknesses, Connor. She's Mm. blind, you know? (laughs) (laughs) But you just said she can see anything. (laughs) Ah, but not, not with her eyes. You yeah, know? Like she, she can't see like that car but she can tell you where the car is going to be 40 minutes from now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and she can tell you who's driving it and where it's been <laughs> and what they look like and what colour the car is and how they'll die <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell okay uh, and also uh, she is paralysed so she lacks most of the functions in her limbs um, <laughs> and needs to be confined to a special chair uh, to stay alive but so, they made her young now. Uh, no, sorry. After the, after the, she was old when she died. Basically, okay. um, she got she got old again. Um, <laughs> no, when she was, don't don't we all? Uh, you're all older than when you started listening to this episode. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you you are right though. Is that like when she was young, she did have a bit more mobility, but they again just wrote that out because. Like, that character needs some level of nerf at all times. Otherwise, like, they're they're just broken. Like, 1 to 7 rating system, Connor. Durability of 1, energy projection of 1, fighting skills of 1, intelligence of 7, speed Mm. of 1, and strength of 1. So, she's really specialised, and she knows everything that'll ever happen, ever. (laughs) You know? But I feel like knowing everything that's going to happen ever is more effective than having a seven in strength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you, yeah, because like Thor is really strong. Or sorry, let's say Wolverine. You know, seven in strength, but like maybe a three or a four in intelligence. Like he can't outthink this woman. Mm. Like he can't beat her. <laughs> it's it's impossible. <laughs> like I think she might uh, beat everyone. I think so. I think she's like, if she were a mutant, she would be like Omega level or beyond Omega level. Um, because, yeah, you, you would just like, you couldn't kill her. She would tell everything that ever, everyone was always going to happen ever. And as you said, she would just tell you to stop reading. And you'd be like, okay. Exa- and you'd be like, Grant, thank you very much. Uh, and if you like, had superpowers, she would make you forget that you had those superpowers. Yeah. Yeah, she could. Then you have another sentry on your hands. I just love the sentry. I love talking about the sentry. <laughs> um, but I, I think you'll see it when I do the next one. But the next Madam Web is a much like is able to you know walk around and things like that. Still blind, but has full control of her limbs and has spider powers. So the level of the you know future seeing and mind alteration that's dropped considerably. Versus this version of Madam Web. So it's a more even spread that they have going forward. Okay. That's important. Yeah. That's so I, like that's a beginner's guide to Madam Web. The character is really inconsistent um, and overpowered for most of her like comic book run. But 
I hope it gives people like a little idea of what the character is about, and we'll see where it goes in the future. She's all braids. She's all braids. Um, like myself. <laughs> absolutely not um, <laughs> if you liked what you heard here you can of course uh, give us a like and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on um, we are on all the platforms so whatever you're listening to on anything even a 5 star 4 star anything like that would help um, if you wanted to write a comment that would be absolutely spectacular um, game changer you can also even more support the show just by going over to our Patreon it's patreon.com forward slash here's for hire podcast um, you get all access to all of our extra episodes, all of our extra movie reviews, TV show reviews, just generally a whole bunch more content that's over there. Um, and you can follow us on all the social medias. We're on Twitter at Here's for Higher Pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Here's for Higher. Here's for Higher Podcast. Here's for we higher also podcast. have a Facebook discussion group called Detective Divilments Discussion Group that you can, of course, join um, and join in with all the list- other listeners. And most importantly, you can just tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. So I've been Conor Lawler. I have been Sean Meehan. And we shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.